Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm becoming a big fan of, like, it actually helps me stay on conversation by fucking fidgeting around a little bit. So I'm making sure everything is, like, just loose enough. <laughs> Do you want to start the show? Yeah. I've already hit record. Oh! <laughs> we recording over there? Yep. This is 20. This is 20. Episode, Episode 20, 20 of Money, this is Money a- Man and the Riffler. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I did name it. I did name uh, the last podcast, Money Man I and did. Riffler. I saw that. I saw that. And I got a text from uh, a buddy of mine, um, Jonathan Pinchoff, who just launched his podcast. I got a text, and all it said was Money Man and Riffler, and it had some like crying, laughing emojis. And I was like, oh, it's not bad. Go ahead, Deshaun. Thanks. You can name the next one. Now, uh, episode 20. You probably heard me on episode 19 uh, say that we were going to have a guest. Um, we do not have a guest, obviously, except for all these fucking beers because, honestly, because my schedule and your schedule fucked it up. Yep. You, you fucked it up yesterday. We're, we are potting on – what is it? Is it Monday? Yeah. Yeah, we're potting on is Monday. Is it Monday? That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that shows you how fucking long of a Monday it was. Uh, <laughs> we were supposed to pot on Sunday like always. Colin couldn't make it. I fucked it up for Dave. Uh, Dave – Something came up. He couldn't make it today. Was he lined up yesterday? Yes. Damn it. And he was even good tomorrow, just not tonight. Damn it. But I fucked it up tomorrow because I have band practice. It's fine. So Sorry, Dave. Yeah, sorry, Dave. So we're going to try and uh, get him back soon. That's that's the way it is when we have busy fucking adult lives, though. The thing is, is like mine wasn't even like a crazy busy thing. It was my wife was at a concert and I was at home. Yeah, no. And my wife does things, too. I totally get that, but <laughs> I wasn't my, trying to make your. But my list. wife, uh, my wife, she puts things on the fucking calendar, beer. Colin, and I can see it more than uh, three hours before the next event. Here's the deal. <laughs> Explain yourself, Colin. No, no, no. But my wife also keeps a calendar, a family calendar that I am on. And oh, see, I, so it was just your fault. It was fully your fault. It was a. It, I spaced in my mind. I associated the Lizzo concert with Sierra's birthday, which is this weekend, this coming weekend. So my mind, the Lizzo concert was next weekend. Oh, that makes sense. And it's, so I didn't even think about it. And then Sunday morning, I woke up and I was like, "Oh, podcast. Oh, fuck." Like that was basically it. Yeah. So no, it it is it is difficult, um, and I don't think people realize that. Like when you have a career, you also have a band, you also have a family that does shit. It it, it definitely limits your amount of time that you have. Mm-hmm. And so that once we moved to uh, a weekly cadence, it was like we were on it there for a while, but it got quickly shifty. We had to do Part it on a Monday, do it on a Saturday, do it on a parts Tuesday. of the summer got busy. It did. Yeah. What, okay, hold on. Before we go any further, what the fuck did you bring to drink? <laughs> because it looks awesome. Okay, I couldn't not buy it because it's the first time I saw it canned. Or, I mean, the first time I saw it for sale uh, that wasn't I, – I had this at – You're spilling it. I had this at the uh, Sonic Temple Festival. It's called Enter Night, and it literally says, in collaboration with Metallica. And this was a collab that they did with Stone Brewing. Um, and Stone always makes great beers. It's a Pilsner. To be honest with you, I don't – it's nothing to write home about. Yeah. It's too expensive uh, for what it is, but it's a fucking Metallica beer. Yeah, it's so fucking fuck cool. You. And I'm pretty sure that <laughs> nothing would ever get by with that blatantly like ripped off of a logo. Nothing would ever fly if it wasn't an, oh, a true sure. collaboration sure, with the band. For sure. And uh, it's funny because when I first had it, it was at that Sonic Temple Festival, you know, the Rock on the Range or whatever. And, uh, you know, they have like the regular beer tent. And then there was like the... 
Enter Night Bar or something like that. They had a, a whole and like, it was it was tent? the size of a normal vendor thing, like a big ass thing, and it was. Like it was, uh, you walked into it and there was a wood bar and it was dark and there was red lights and it was all this stuff. And all they were serving was this Pilsner. Wow. <laughs> and it was like 12 bucks for one of these cans. That's like uh, Blue Jackets money. But you go there and get a fucking like Miller Lite yeah. for eleven fifty or something. But yeah, this honestly doesn't taste much better. So I, br- I brought beer too just because you and I hadn't talked about it. So I didn't know if you were bringing beer. And I was like, you know what? Tonight I just feel like drinking. So uh <laughs> had to make sure that we brought beer and I brought sibling uh revelry, which by the way, I've had the swing state beer. Swing state's awesome. I had no fucking idea this wasn't called sibling rivalry. I've read this as uh, uh, I've funny. read it as sibling rivalry that's for funny. the history of this beer until today. It's funny. Yeah. It's what the fuck what does revelry even mean? What does it even mean? Revelry, I think, is like um uh, uh, like having a good time together. Oh, I think that makes sense I because could be totally wrong. It is family owned, and it's like it's like brothers and cousins that own it out of like uh, Cleveland or something. What's the definition of revelry? <laughs> revelry means lively and noisy festivities, especially when these involve drinking a large amount of alcohol. Oh shit! So it's getting drunk, yeah, with your friends. It's turning up with your siblings. There it is. Wow. Very nice. What I, should a fucking, do, I should do that more often. You should. What an appropriately <laughs> named beer because this beer is over 9%. So I don't know what that thing is, but it's got – what the fuck has it got? It? Oh, it's, it's a multi-bastard. I got to say. Pure sugar. I've never used the word before, and I was pretty close with my definition. You were. Um, <laughs> I used to have one of those stupid-ass calendars that told you like a different big fancy yeah. word every day. And I never used it. You mean any. like the calendar that's like on every other cubicle in America? Maybe. Yeah. I think yeah, I got the it. Other, one other I think side. I got it as like a uh, an office gift. Like probably uh, it's a fucking thing where you draw names and Secret White Santa. Elephant? No, Secret Santa. Oh, Secret Santa. Yeah, I think I... I think I got it as like a Secret Santa. You ever give any... You ever give any fucked up white elephant gifts? Um, or like do you have like... Like some people like... What? Okay, how about this? Do you have a go-to white elephant gift? Yeah. I do too. You say yours first. Or do you want me to say my verse? It doesn't matter. Go, uh, go for it. So I did – I've done this twice and it's always hilarious is like I, I get a frame mm-hmm. and I I do a signed glossy of myself. Oh, like a headshot? <laughs> Fuck so yeah. the first time I did it was like – it was like a – it was a white elephant gift with my like Bible study. So it was like, you know, really tame white elephant party. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, like – Doing the thing with the chin on your hand, like they yeah. do, like you see, like comedians headshots oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And then I just signed it, "Stay sweet," <laughs> with, with a heart <laughs> and my signature. <laughs> so the second time I did it, <laughs> I did it. It was my best friend's uh, um, party and uh, Christmas party, and I literally in front of our curtains in my living room, like the white drapey curtains. Oh yeah, I took a lamp. And sh- and shined it down. Then I had this like mid century chair, and then I had these short red shorts. Put oh, those so you made it sexy for that second. Short one. red shorts in boots that were just like untied, and then no shirt and a denim vest. Oh, do you have a copy of that? I could get a picture of it okay. very easily because I will definitely uh, add that to the video. All that one, all and I'm like this. I'm like like sitting there like yeah. looking all sexy, and that one says "Stay sweet" as well, and now is above 
uh, the toilet in their house. Oh, wow. Pretty uh, so I like that we're both fucking narcissistic as fuck, giving people gifts of us. Um, mine is if you go on Groupon literally any time of the year, you can order like blankets and shit of pictures. There of it is. Me, there of it me. Is. Yeah. So it's just me, but fucking an entire blanket, like a fleece throw that I imagine somebody keeps on the back of their, um, you know, furniture mm-hmm. for their animals to lay on. But it's me. I could definitely make that a much more X-rated version. <laughs> I mean, like, you remember how we talked about like speedos and fucking yeah. weird banana hammocks and like underwear that have elephant trunks and shit like that like i would love to do one of those i just wonder if they would print it you could probably get away with it yeah i'll find somebody it's worth a shot it is worst i could tell you is this does not meet our guidelines or whatever there's a lot of goddamn gnats you know why because uh samara practiced quite literally they were walking out as i was walking in dude i had this when i walked in here it was hotter than an anus in this fucking place it was so hot i left the door open i got the fan blowing and i just tried to blow all the stank out but it's still hot and musty and there's flies uh i gotta go back to white elephant for a second uh you know how like most people play it where you can like trade or you could steal Right, Something right. that you think is better. And then you get to go back and pick after somebody steals yeah, yeah, your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, or you can steal from somebody else. Yeah. Some people play by that rule. Yeah. Um, I do. One time we were playing it, and it, this was the one that was, like, in my, like, small group Bible study. And somebody brought a bag of potatoes, like a 30-pound bag, <laughs> like a big bag of Idaho potatoes. Yeah. And... um obviously nobody wanted that because there's pictures of me and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and, um, other stupid shit. That's not a bag of potatoes. Like literally the stupidest thing you could bring. Anyway, my friend, uh, Eli really simple guy, kind of hippie ish. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker stole the bag of potatoes <laughs> from somebody. Cause he legitimately wanted to just use them at home. <laughs> Um, and he was like really happy about it. So we used to, we used to do it at work every year. We did it at like my boss's house and shit like that. <clears throat> and, um, there was apparently even before I was in that last department, there was a gift that went around. It was, a like a, it was a, a acrylic painting that somebody did. It was not that great by any means. It looked like, you know, when you go to like wine and paint nights or whatever, it looked like one of those, but it was like a cruise ship. <laughs> It was a like a acrylic wine and or wine and uh, paint cruise ship. Oh man, you just shit over so so many people's artwork uh, because it's they're they're just going to drink wine oh, and they're just fucking slapping some paint on there, right? Uh, anyway, so that that painting had been in the white elephants thing for like apparently years. Like every year, somebody gave that back, and that was the thing. And if you ended up with it at the end of the night, you had to display it on your desk for the year until you could pass it off. I did not get that, but I'll tell you what, everybody else, everybody else almost brought alcohol. So I ended up with this local collaboration pack beer. It was like an 18 pack of beer and it had like seventh sun and blah, blah. Nice. Yeah. So I actually ended up with some shit that, uh, I liked. It's not bad. Did you get in? I I know that we've kind of briefly talked through text, so I'm not going to pretend we haven't, but, uh. Did you get into much this week? Was it a pretty busy week for you? It was a busy fucking week. I mean, the last week was crazy. It was crazy at work. I was in client meetings all day, every day. And so I had barely any time to, like, do work last week. So, like, my work week was crazy. And then it was like, we're doing, we did fucking 
uh, uh, junior high orientation. Band. Oh, man. dude, dude, I it was crazy. We get, we get there, and I'm thinking that it's gonna be like orientation has always been at the elementary school, where you know you just sit in there with your kids and you learn about the school policies. And stuff like that. And then you go meet their teachers. Yeah. We get there and the kids get a packet and he gets his class schedule, which is, uh, I have a son who's old enough to have a class schedule, which is just crazy. And, um, they give him their class schedule and we sat down, they told us a handful of things and they said, okay, now parents, we're going to, uh, take the kids homeroom by homeroom, the sixth graders homeroom by homeroom. And, uh, they're going to do a dry run of their class, uh, classes, meet their teachers um and find their lockers and stuff like that mm-hmm. and without you oh wow and i was just like oh no because uh, rowan's got pretty bad anxiety and i've we've had a hard time with them throughout school and so i find myself being extra worry like now you have anxiety about for his him anxiety. because it's like dude this like he's always had a hard time with change and now this is like a huge shift and i leaned over to him as soon as they said that it was going to be without the parents and i was like dude are you good or like, mm-hmm. are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm good. And I was like, wow, that was awesome. So then he goes down. He, they call his homeroom and he goes down and he flashed a look at me as he was walking out that door. And he was like a fucking ghost, man. Yeah. I was just like, I, he was just like, and I was just like, oh no, he is, he's, he's, he's feeling it. He was feeling it. And, uh, so I decided to just go to work because I, you know we realized that parents could just do whatever so i was told sierra i was like i'm gonna i have to be i need to be at work so i went to work i was literally literally for three hours like just i couldn't think of anything else i just felt anxious and nervous well, he and wasn't in there three hours though was he they were the their thing was two hours long but i didn't hear from sierra until like yeah. three hours later so mm-hmm. I, I but i like was trying to work and i, and I was trying to be in, present in these meetings and i was like so in my own head because i just like I was just like having like a really emotional, but also scared dad moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was feeling emotional. It's like, oh my gosh, my little baby firstborn boy has a locker. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, like Hayden got his locker this year. Oh, that's cool. So, he, but he's in fifth, right? So some of some of the fourth graders last year they had four fourth grade classes. Two of the fourth grade classes got lockers, and two did not. There weren't enough, or whatever, and um. He was bummed. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to put in a locker? I don't understand. Like, it, it's just to get used to twisting that knob and learning how, you know, scroll a whole bunch of ways, right, stop, and then go past the number and loop around. Like, it's it's to learn that. But, like, what the fuck as a fourth or fifth grader do you put in a locker? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's in he's in um, advanced classes or whatever you want to call it. So he actually switches to a different teacher halfway through the day. Mm-hmm. But most of the kids stay in the same classroom all day. Yeah. So again, what the fuck are you yeah. putting in a locker? It's weird too because like the sixth graders, they can only they're only allowed to go to their locker for at four designated times a day. So it's not mm-hmm. even between classes. I don't really know how that works, how it's going to work. Yeah, I, like, I mean, at sixth grade, you're not carrying around hundred pound textbooks. Or no, that's like that, that's but, what I was telling them. I was like, right now, it benefits you to just keep your shit with you and go from point A to point B, and use your locker for I don't know, store a fucking like hoodie in there in case like you don't take something to school and get chilly. Like, do that. Uh, once you get to, like, middle school, that's when you're switching classes, which, by the way, that's not always the case. In my school, back in, like, uh, when I went to Catholic middle school, my teacher switched classes. Isn't that weird? Hmm. 
I sat in my same desk all day and the teachers would rotate because there was, yeah, because there was such a big problem. One with kids fucking around in the hall in between classes, they were like, fuck it, just leave them in their goddamn desk. Well, obviously not goddamn considering it was Catholic school, right? Um, Leave them in their desk. Gosh darn. Yeah, gosh dang desk. And then just, you know, four or five people would rotate. And that's actually pretty fucking smart. But I wonder... I wonder if there's something to the psychology of like uh, letting kids get up and socialize between classes. Maybe it makes them less fuckheads during class or something. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would think. Dude, there was this. I already told this story, I think. A kid named Michael Myers in my school. (laughs) Did I not tell that? No. Oh, man. So there was a kid named Michael Myers. And in every ounce of the name, he lived up to it. He was a fucking weirdo. And he used to he used to take big pins and take them completely apart and just have like the big pin tube and then take a light bright and cut the big part off of it and shoot light brights at people with like a fucking spit dart. Whoa. Yeah. And dude, I saw him fucking nail people from the back corner of the class to people walking in the fucking door in the front left. Hey, got a little, got a little weight on it. It's got a little weight. It's got a point. It is a, it's a bullet. I mean, it is a fucking bullet. That same kid during indoor recess picked up a chair and hit my buddy Andrew in the face with it and knocked his two front teeth out <sighs> in seventh grade. What's that guy doing now? I have no idea. We mobbed that dude. At the time that it happened, we jumped on that dude and started pummeling, pummeling him right there in indoor recess. Uh, and after that, I got to be honest, I don't think he was in school anymore, but it's hard for me to remember back. Hmm. My, my, uh, my memory is cloudy. With old age. I, yes. Do you find yourself just fucking up old stories or like having to think? A story that you've told a thousand times, you have to like, you have to think like, am I telling this right? No, I don't get, I, I don't, I don't do that necessarily. Uh, but I start to forget how many times I told the story. Oh, I definitely do that. So that's the thing. It's like, like, yeah, you told me that story like two weeks ago. By the way, this beer is strong as Fuck. I'm going to have one. You should, yeah, we'll, after this beer, I want to switch to one of yours. You switch one of mine. There's no way I'm drinking a fucking six pack of these things. It is, it's really strong. Like you, you definitely have to like multi beer. I would hope you're not going to drink a six pack of nine percenters. You're going to, you're going to have to, you have to like multi beer to drink this for sure. Um, so you said your wife went to Lizzo. Mm -hmm. Lizzo seemingly popped the fuck up out of nowhere. Yeah, she and and real quick, there was a there was a movie. I don't know what the movie is, but there's some chick dancing around in the kitchen and she's like, I don't know if she's drinking, but she's got like I think she has like a Latina AF shirt on and she's singing around singing that song. And like Amy showed me that and it was like that fucking week. All of a sudden I saw the word Lizzo and I saw that song everywhere. Are you talking about the song Juice? No, no, it's the fucking one that's like, you could have had a bad bitch, oh, non-committal. Yeah, 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 that yeah. song. It was, it was that song uh, in the movie. I don't know what the fucking movie is. I, she's she's uh, worked real hard to get where she's at. I'll say that. Um, I think I was first introduced to Lizzo maybe two or three years ago, and um, she had not put out a proper full length yet it was mm. a series of eps and singles and did stuff she like that. is this a tour to support her full length yes okay and uh 
and a lot of that stuff was like more rap. Yeah. I mean, it still all had that kind of R&B singy pop thing to it, but it was a little bit, the lyrics were always like really wild and, uh, and fun. And, um, I feel like female MCs are winning right now. Yeah. Like there's, there's definitely, and then she, she, explosion. then she wrote that juice song and all of a sudden it was like pop star. I, I mean, have she not, was I haven't on, heard it. Like she was on Jimmy Fallon, you know, and like I guarantee she'll be on SNL this year. You know, like she's just, you know, speaking of late night, fucking torch was on late <laughs> I, night. I saw you posted that was on late night with Seth Meyers yeah. this week and they played their, their single. That's a little bit more melodic on the air, but then they played a second song that was like the digital exclusive, you know, like on yeah. NBC's YouTube or whatever. Sure. And it's one of the heaviest songs on the record and uh in the drop Z tuning I was telling you about. Right. And uh I am convinced that it is probably the heaviest song that has ever been recorded in front of a live TV studio audience. The, I, I, I I actually remember your hashtag. You said drop Z on NBC. <laughs> ding ding ding. Yeah, exactly. Um hold on a minute. What? You getting communications from the other side? Yes. From the fam? communications from the fam um it's it's trivial too that's fine i'll just go ahead and go right into a story so something else i did this week is i first of all let me just make an announcement spicy chicken nuggets are back at wendy's and i don't know if you were quite as spicy chicken nugget obsessed as i was but when they went away that was a a big shock to my um that was a that was a large part of my Fast food diet, mm. just taken away. Uh, I'm not a huge chicken nugget at fast food place guy. I'm a burger guy or a sandwich guy in general. Sure. Uh, That's fair. But spicy chicken nuggets are awesome, and Wendy's are the masters at spicy chicken. They fucking sure are. And But I will say this. Uh, if Wendy's going to bring anything back, and Wendy's in Columbus, if you're listening, meet me in the DS. <laughs> <laughs> If Wendy's going to bring anything back, it needs to be the fucking Monterey Ranch chicken. Because that shit was my shit. That's, it's just a chicken sandwich with what, Monterey Jack cheese? Monterey Jack cheese, ranch sauce, and lettuce. Are you telling me that they don't have the ingredients to make that right now? They don't have Monterey Jack. Are you positive? They got like five new chicken sandwiches. All right, well, I'm going to look it up and see if I can make myself one online on the app. So I'm I'm huge on digital adoption. I love to self-serve. I love to use apps. If I showed you my the phone. The Wendy's app is amazing. It's fucking incredible. I use it three days a week. Okay, never had it before. Didn't know it was amazing. Downloaded it like, uh, what is today? Today's Monday. I keep going back to that, right? Like Thursday or Friday, I downloaded it. I'm like, I'm getting some fucking spicy nuggets. And then my whole department's like, Dude, I want some nuggets too. And what we do is we jokingly, um, there's three people on one side. My two coworkers, we all have J names. So we call ourselves Juber Eats, Jub Hub, and Jordash. That's what we jokingly, yeah, so we, we all have our own, right? It's fun. That's a double one. Though, it because is of like because Jordash of the jeans. jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we jokingly uh, call ourselves that because like basically one day, like I'll run and they're like, do you breathe running today? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll go. And I'll go pick up Chipotle or whatever it is for us, right? So I'm like, look, I'm getting some chicken nuggets today. And usually 
not everyone's on board with fast food. Like usually it's like, you know, firehouse subs or Chipotle or. Oh yeah, dude. Like everybody was on board with fucking, everybody was on board with Wendy's. Everybody was like chicken nuggets. And I'm like, fuck. I don't know what it is that Wendy's does right, but it is like people who don't like fast food will always eat Wendy's. It's fucking fresh. And they got the best social media managers in the fucking game. Hardcore kids. Holy shit. Millennials are millennial are, hardcore kids. Yeah, dude. Anyway, so I'm like, all right, what are you guys getting? And everyone's like, nuggets, nuggets. I'm like, holy fuck. So I sit down, I start totaling up the nuggets. I'm like, guys, we need 76 nuggets. Like, I said, that's embarrassing. I can't go to the drive thru or even in and order that. I'm going to download the app. So I download the app, and first thing I see is deals. I click on it, and it's like free six piece nugget with any purchase. I'm like, oh. That's fucking perfect. There's six of our nuggets right there. So I proceed to put in an order for, first of all, they don't have 20-piece nuggets. That's weird. I thought everywhere had a 20. They have 10s. So I go, <laughs> I, put, I put in uh, seven nuggets, seven 10-piece, a six-piece, and then, of course, there's, like, somebody that orders, like, a chicken sandwich and some other shit and some fries and a Frosty and blah, blah, And I'm like, awesome. I can just fucking put this order in and walk in and say, hey, I'm here to get my order, right? I didn't know I had to check in when I got there. So uh, <laughs> I pushed the order. I pushed the order and it's like, thank you. Check in when you get here and we'll start making your order. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking embarrassing. I still have to go and talk to somebody. All right. So I get there and I'm walking in and I make eye contact with the cashier person. And they're like, oh, is that for dining or to go? And I'm like, oh, I did a mobile order. Oh, I hit the check in button. I was like, oh, it's okay. I did a mobile order. And I'd walk away and I start to sit down at the first booth and I hear a guy in the back go, whoa, how many nuggets is that? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, he just got my order. <laughs> and somebody goes, oh shit, look at this. Look at this. Would you look at this? And the person looks over and goes, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven, ten piece. And a six piece. That's 76 nuggets. Dude, they're going crazy in the back. And I had, I couldn't do anything but laugh. So I'm like crying, laughing in the first booth. And, uh, somebody goes, that can't be right. Is that right? We already paid for it. It's paid for. And I was like, oh my God, they fucking, this must be like one of the largest nugget orders to come through this Wendy's. So then uh, about a minute passes and then I hear, come here, get a manager. A manager comes over and he goes, how many spices? He calls them (laughs) spices. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, like, like this is the, I've just created a legendary nugget order at this place. So I ordered 76 nuggets, went back, a man handled 20 well, uh, 19. I gave we one. We just got the title of this episode. How many spices? How many spices? There you go. Um, now, so I, I ate 19. And uh, what's your sauce? What's your sauce choice? You fuck with sauce during nuggets? Uh, ranch. That's what I got. I got ranch. I will say that I ordered about a couple of them, or I ordered like two or three with sauce sauce. Mm-hmm. It's some kind of weird fucking sauce. I feel like it's a ranch base. It's trying to be cane sauce. No, it's not. It's trying. You think it's so? failing. You think so? Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of a different sauce. It's called Sawsome. I don't know what it is, but I don't. I didn't think it was. I'm not going to eat anything called Sawsome. I know. Simple as that. It's it, stupid. Today, well, today I went and got. I got Wendy's again. Bring back Monterey Ranch chicken, Wendy's. <laughs> get rid of fucking Sawsome. No, I got a. Uh, what the fuck did I get today? I got the bacon jalapeno spicy chicken sandwich, and it looked, you know, absolutely nothing like the picture. <laughs> 
<laughs> Holy fuck. Like, I'm sure does make it look real good, dude. It was good as fuck. Like, don't get me wrong. It was still good as fuck. But Jesus Christ, could, could y'all put a little more into like making it even? If I go and I buy like, if I bought like this brown chair that's sitting over here and I show up and the brown chair has a completely different back and it's white, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? This is not the one I bought. Fast food is like the only place we accept the, like, it, it comes from the same place, but it looks like the knockoff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's the only place we accept shit like that is fast food. Yeah, it's weird. It's fucking crazy. Uh, um, I totally, I totally did, did I derail you with seventy six nuggets? No, 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 no. Because I'm on there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm there with you. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what I was gonna say. Um, but uh, the app is fucking awesome. No, the app's great, and it's got a cute ass little frosty dude that pulls out his uh, binoculars and looks at you and shit. In in the in the restaurant, the kiosks way better than McDonald's kiosks. I agree. Um, but. I I like I like the McDonald's kiosk, but it, I don't think interface sucks and it's I don't too think slow. yeah it's definitely too slow, like, way too slow. I don't CPU think the there. Wendy's kiosk is that phenomenal either, and I don't I don't actually blame it on anything except for they had to obviously provide some form of commercial touchscreen, right? And it's not it doesn't have the same feel or response. It has a some kind of plexiglass or something it's not over slow, the front. Though. Honestly, it, like I found myself having to push too hard and drag. They need to put some kind of matte finish on it so your finger slides on it. Not the one in Clintonville. The one in Clintonville is awesome. I went to the one on a Bethel by Microsoft. The one in Clintonville, you know the one I'm talking about? It's like yeah. a block north of North Broadway. Absolutely. That was the that was the guinea pig restaurant Are you for the kiosks. I, I thought <clears> that the one uh, by the – I thought that the one somewhere near Sawmill by the corporate head center or – Maybe both. Center was. I don't know. It could have been. Because this one was also – it was the test location for a new, the whole new look that's like cool. Oh yeah, square and modern. Yeah, and like, it's got a fireplace. <clears throat> but uh, that app, uh, I've said this before on the podcast, but like I literally like check in, get out of the car, go in. And oh yeah, and they're like, "Hey, Colin." Oh, they know you. Oh yeah. Fuck. I go to that Wendy's like three days a week. Um, I I will say this. L- let me let me caveat with no matter it's how embarrassing that they know me. I'm not going to lie to you. No matter how good it is, um, I have had – I've only used the app to order twice, right? Both times they either got something wrong or missed something. Really? Yeah. So the first time – I mean the first time I felt like it was more warranted because I ordered 76 nuggets. Wendy's. Uh, it was two different Wendy's. I ordered 76 nuggets, two medium French fries, a Frosty, and a home-style chicken sandwich, and they forgot one of the fries. So I talked to my – and I already paid for it. I talked to the coworkers. I said, look, we got some extra nuggets because of the free six-piece. Work it out amongst yourselves. Maybe y'all can split the fries and the nuggets. So they did, right? The second time, um, what they got – they didn't miss something. They got something wrong. So I ordered two chicken sandwiches. One had no tomato. One had no mayo. And they made them both the same. So – Two out of two, they fucked up. That that does kind of bum me out. I've never had a problem. Yeah, never. And Do I you order from like the same Wendy's? Uh-huh. Oh, well, you said you walk in. I I would hope that you don't walk into multiple Wendy's and they're like, "Hey, Colin, <laughs> multiple fucking Wendy's like all across Columbus." Oh man, but this is another example. Just like the Touch Bar, mm-hmm. you can't get me to use fucking Trello. But I'm just like the Wendy's yeah, app is the- my fucking <laughs> shit, dog. Dude, I can't. I can't wait to show you. Like when we're done, I'm gonna show you how many fucking food apps I have. I have a whole folder. 
dedicated to food apps. And it's worked in my favor. My birthday was on the 13th. <laughs> I got free food for at least a week, a week and a half. I'm like free fucking smash burger entree, free bippy bop, all kinds of free shit from Wendy's. I got free drink at Cane's, free firehouse subs. Back up. Yeah. How did you pronounce bippy bop? Bippy bop. Bippy bop. Bippy bop. It's very cute. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> no, are you saying bippy bop? Bippy bop. That's not right, is it? It's probably not. You're probably correct. I, I'm just, I'm just, look. I've never heard somebody call I it. I have never, I've never heard someone call it. Well, actually, I'm lying. I heard somebody call it BB Bop, but I've also heard somebody call a URL an Earl. <laughs> and so, and a, and a meme, a meme, a meme. Oh, meme. Actually, those last two were the same person. It was fucking Kyle. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the fuck did you just say? Uh, a meme? Also, if you pronounce, Chipotle, Chipotle. Oh, we we had that. Remember that was a uh, that was a pet peeve of mine. Oh yeah, that was a trivial thing. Well, fuck you. Still, I had a I had a dude at work that does that. Chipotle. Stupid. Um. By the way, you know when I drink a new beer, the first thing I do is look at the can. Which, yeah. by the way, this Metallica one has. Uh. Oh, I left some beer in here. Um. A whole paragraphs worth of bullshit like it's on it's time to get started to crank things up to get loud anyway uh on the back of this there is a definition of yeah revelry <laughs> is it really people related by common tie celebrating with lively and noisy festivities often involving i, I see it i see it they got that shit straight off the goog no this shit's made with a uh, trappist yeast yes very very belgian it is it's very very um that's actually a cool thing though i i remember like i'm i'm kind of glad that uh craft beer and things like that have exploded because a long time ago i was looking for beers and i kept finding this trappist ale called orville mm-hmm. and i could not find that shit anywhere and true trappist ale comes from like it, it, generally belgium to a monastery mm mm-hmm. Uh, where Trappist yeast comes from, and nowadays it just feels like there's several of them. They're everywhere. But guess, back, guess more monks are trapping. <laughs> meet me in a trap. Come on, man. Yeah, meet me in a come trap. On. You started saying Trappist, and I was like, I'm gonna go there. Yeah, go I'm there. That's, make a trap that's completely joke. fine. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, you're a Belgian guy. No, no. I just wanted to try Trappist. I wanted to try the Orville Trappist ale because it had such a fucking prestigious thing about it online and no one in columbus had it the only time i i the first time i ever found it i found it at wyland's and this is before all these other like you know craft beer places popped up Mm -hmm. um i found it at wyland's because wyland's was like that spot that had the weird rare shit and i've seen orville a few places now but uh trappist yeast as a whole i just feel like has exploded like Mm -hmm. it Everybody has a tra- – like this is – this actually uses Trappist yeast, yeah. right? So, I mean, that's cool. And this is just some fucking place out of Ohio. Um, they got that trap yeast. <laughs> uh, speaking of, we need to get Saver Pint to be a sponsor for the Heckin' Cool Dads podcast because I, I literally buy beer there every week. And that was one of the only places I could find Major Lager when we had Clint on. Oh, yeah. I called – first of all, I didn't call. I went several places. And then I went, man – I'm driving everywhere. Let me call some places. First place I call, uh, Saver Pint. Boom, they had it. So yeah, it, and it's right fucking there. Mm-hmm. We used to wrap up band practice sometimes and just go there instead of like going home. I mean, it was a banging place tonight. 
On a Monday night. On a Monday night. The bar was full. I'm pretty sure you can buy like a six pack from the cooler right there and just sit down and drink. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I don't know if they charge you like a, you know, like the equivalent of like a quirking fee. They probably charge you something like, oh, yeah, I'll sell that to you. But if you want to drink it here, it's yeah. $2. I don't mind that. There was this restaurant. <clears throat> um, You know where Old North Arcade is? Yeah. So the, of one, it's a half a block south of Hound Dogs. Yeah. So the right next, like, they actually expanded into the space. But there was a place called, oh, my God, now I forgot the name, Cafe something. And uh, it was a guy who owned this place. Somebody comment and tell me what that cafe was called. God damn it. Why can't I think of the name? Anyway. It's like across from uh, not Kobo. S- not space, right, bar. space Bar. Space Bar, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just said Kobo. You did. That's where uh, Push Ahead played their first show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When it was Kobo. Maranatha. No, Maranatha was at Bourbon Street. Anyway, uh, lost my train of th- I am losing my train of thought. It's tonight. not just that. You also, you're fucked up because you really want to know the name of the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cafe. So, so they say they used to have a place. Cafe Bella. Cafe oh, there Bella. You go. And it was a one dude ran the joint, and it was this really quaint place with mismatched furniture and not the coolest. Like nothing was like cool. It was all like uh, looked like it was secondhand stuff. And but anyway, he was some hippie dude, uh, scientist. He used to work for Battelle. Oh shit! And uh, he said that one day he realized that he was sick of. Uh, developing weapons and he was a chemical engineer okay and he said i was sick of developing uh weapons i was sick of doing does Battelle develop weapons uh dude i mean i know they're into like chemicals and shit like that but they do like chemical warfare type shit dude Battelle has there's a very uh, Battelle from what i hear is like an iceberg where they're below the surface, there's tons of secret shit. No shit. The place on King Avenue, I'm fairly certain there's a lot of floors underground. Really? And uh, one of the first things I learned when I moved to Columbus was that Battelle, during the Cold War, was a nuke target. It, you know, there's actually several in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, so out towards Lima, but there's down, the oil. What I'm saying is downtown Columbus. Our city downtown was yeah. a nuke target. Um, Towards uh, Lima? There's the oil refineries, and those are in, like, the top ten areas to, like, get hit by a terrorist attack. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, the like, if you go down on the west side, um, like, Fisher Road, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And there's all those new giant power lines yeah. that go... You are fucking. What is wrong you, with me? You are. Uh, you're spilling Christ. the shit out of beer today. That's a, just adding to my aggravating day. I um, remember my first beer. Yeah, seriously. Uh, those power lines, like that, they made everybody put in their front yard. Yeah, they're like sixty feet tall. It's going out to the West Jefferson Battelle facility that's underground. What they worked that out with, like AEP or the City of Columbus or something like that, and they are literally funneling tons of electricity out to the west side. Shut the fuck up. How have I literally never heard this? Because I lived on the west side. It's crazy. Just, that's that's just crazy. in the last couple of years. It's mm. crazy. Um, but uh, yeah. That's, this this Metallica beer is easy to drink. Yeah. it's That's rough, isn't it? It's it's delicious. It's del- it really is. It's but really it is, good. It is a you have to shift. like beer to drink that one for sure. It's yeah. malty as fuck. Um, 
Anyway, what I was getting at was this dude was like, he was this hippie dude who just happened to be a rocket scientist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he was just like, I just want to start a restaurant. So he started this restaurant called Cafe Bella. And um, out he like he had like all these like weird um, tubes and stuff all over the place that had like water running and and he grew all of his own herbs and all this stuff in these like big water tanks and on the roof like and all hydroponics just yeah running but just house. all throughout the place and the restaurant like the tables all throughout and like looked like you were sitting in a storage closet or you know yeah. like and um but the f- crazy thing about this place was that this is what made me think of that because you were talking about beer uh was that it was byob no shit so you would go and and uh they didn't they didn't sell beer but you could bring a six pack with you to dinner. And the other thing was like, if you make reservations, they didn't have like a set menu and certain days he would make certain things, uh-huh. but you, so could, was he the cook? He was the cook and the owner and one of the only people who worked there. That's kind of fucking tight. Um, he, so I can't believe I never went there. Sierra and I loved that place. And, and so I took Sierra there for, I think our first anniversary maybe, or her, birthday i took her there once but what you do you call in you make a reservation and you'd be like what do you guys want to eat and i'll be like you know what she's really into italian food and like he made like an, a, a menu a three-course meal with dessert and everything shut the fuck up based on what i said that she like it closed a couple of years ago old north took over that yeah. space but uh old north used to be a tattoo shop too oh really yeah because remember short north tattoo mm-hmm Old North Tattoo was the expansion, mm. and it they took that area and they put in the hardwood floors and they did all the nice shit to it and it was open like oh yeah I remember like set like six months yeah tops and then it shut down uh, and then it became Old North Arcade or whatever the fuck. I've still never been there Old North yeah I hear it's awesome yeah it's pretty cool I mean it's it's exactly what it sounds like mm-hmm. um I went there the, on Sundays I think it is they allow kids in till a certain time. Uh, so I actually went to a couple. Oh, that's right by my house. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. So you just take Shit. your kids and it's just like 16 bit where they, uh, it's the games as are free. As long as you're drinking, it's free. I mean, for the kids. Yeah. yeah. It's well, fucking no, yeah, free, yeah, free, yeah. free. Um, but yeah, pinball is like 50 cents. It, it's your typical barcade. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good to know though. Good to know now. Let that, me know if you want to go. I'll yeah, bring dude. Hayden down. That'd be tight. I mean, that's literally like two and a half minutes from my house. I mean, it's like right yeah, there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I actually, the last time I was there, I was there for a kid birthday party. Hmm. They, like, what better place? Like, take a kid to a fucking free arcade and you just reserve a table. There was no one there. I mean, that's like the cheapest way to throw a birthday party mm-hmm. possible. I remember one time, I think it was my seventh birthday, eighth birthday, something like that. How the fuck do you remember that? Because I was a poor kid, so I didn't have a whole lot of big birthday parties, so they stick out. Me either. But still. Uh, like- I had a birthday party at Putt-Putt Golf. I'm sure the place had a name, but we called it Putt-Putt Golf. It no, was, no it was- Putt-Putt was a literal golf place. Oh, well, this okay, this was in Grand Rapids, so this is in Michigan. Oh, it might okay. have been the same thing. Maybe. But anyway, we went to Putt-Putt Golf, and two of my friends, like, we were out golfing and doing the arcade stuff. Two of my friends literally spent, like, 20 bucks in quarters and they beat Ninja Turtles 2 the oh, whole shit. time. That's all they did was play Ninja Turtles 2. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. My favorite Ninja Turtles movie, by the way. Great movie. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. You did it! Yeah. 
You, yeah, I know the dance. No, 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 no. You hit the oh, mic. Oh, I hit the mic, yeah. <laughs> Come on. You've already hit the cord, hit the mic, moved the mic, spilled beer twice. Like, I feel like I was I was okay in doing that. It's who I am. It is who you are. It's everything. Do you have any, uh, do you have any, like, long, just fucking long-running jokes with anybody? Hmm. Like, inside jokes? Like, something that you, like, has been going on for 10 years, 15 years? Even that's longer than even I was talking about. Um, I would say, hmm. you know, I should uh, take your phone and look up when the Two Chains album came out with the song Thirty Six on it. I think it was called Boats, B O A T S, which is uh, what the fuck did Boats stand for? I don't even know. It might have been called Boats too. Look that shit up, and I'll tell this story real quick while you do. <clears throat> so. Probably like six or seven years ago, um, that that record came out, and it had a song on it called 36, and I actually started to talk about this one time on the podcast, and I never got back to it, but that's it. You're going to get us fucking flagged for yep. fucking turn that shit off. Um, <laughs> that That track is like, it's like a minute and a half long. It's only one verse. Anyway, but you heard the the main part. He says 36. That's how many ounces in a brick. So he's obviously talking about cocaine. Mm-hmm. That's how many ounces are in cocaine. A brick of cocaine. 36. Correct. Right? Um, so when that album came out, my dude Kylo and me fucking j- loved that album. Loved it. And I was in a, like, uh, a test lead position at that time. I was writing, like, test scripts and, like, I had testers testing for me. Well... Somebody, uh, he kept saying like 36. He kept like singing it. Somebody looked over and goes, what's 36? And he looked at me and we both in unison went, that's how many ounces in a brick. (laughs) Like right in the middle of corporate America, right? And it was like the funniest shit that had ever happened. So from then on out, every single time, when did, when did that album come out? Did you look it up? uh, 2013. It's called Boats 2. Boats 2. So since that album came out, since that day, every single time I see a, a random 36, take a picture and I send it to him. And he's done, he did the same thing. The very, very first oh, that one. kind of thing. Yeah, long running joke. So hmm. I remember me and Kyle, and this is before I even met my wife. Me and Kyle went on this fucking like dude's road trip. We went to like chicago and wisconsin and like a a bunch of places right and i'll have to like i'll have to ask kyle where the fuck we went because he's like totally better with that shit than me but we went somewhere and we went to this school it was like a college that's a pretty prestigious college i don't know where the fuck it's at but he's like i want to see this place i'm like fuck it let's go because i'm always down we go to this ice cream shop and outside of the ice cream shop on the ground and mind you it's a brick ground there's a brick that says 36. And I'm like, oh, that's really funny. And the joke had just happened. So I took a picture of that brick, sent it to Kylo, and he goes, damn, on a brick nonetheless. And I'm like, that's right. So from then on out, literally until this week, we are still sending pictures of 36. Hmm. It could be like, it could be a football player that ran across the fucking field and has a 36 jersey on he'll pause it take a picture i saw 
uh, some house numbers popped up on Facebook as an ad the other day. It was house numbers. Said 36. I took a picture. I took a screenshot. Like, that is the longest running joke I think I have with fucking anybody. Shout out to my dude Kylo. And what's crazy about that is we haven't – first of all, he moved to Texas and then moved back. I haven't seen the dude in years. And then for no reason, I was taking a walk around my building the other day, and he was there grabbing lunch with a friend. And so I saw my dude. And I sent him another 36 like the next day. But that is that is like literally the oldest running joke I think I have with anybody. Do you have any? I do. That made me think of this. So, uh, you know, Brian Yost, Edison. Edison. Not many people know him as Edison these days. So I'm glad that somebody else does because I he's still in my phone as Edison. I call him Brian now. He's dating my one of my best friends. So. And she calls him Brian, and everybody calls him Brian now. So I call him Brian, but Fuck in that. my head, he's still Edison. He's Edison. I still call him that. When I talk to Sierra, I'll be like, hey, Edison. You? Like this, you know. Yeah. Anyway, back in the day when we first met, we were both posters on um, the HXC.com message boards. <laughs> okay. Christian hardcore site, very robust message board. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to, quick side note. You know, we all did message boards in the scene back in the day. Oh, yeah. Twitter is just a message board. That's really what it is. I don't know why I can't get into Twitter. But I'm saying that's what it is. Okay. Fair enough. Somebody posts something and people thread off of it and reply to it. And Twitter is a message board. But the thread doesn't keep going. It's separate threads. Right. Reddit's a message board. You know, it's, 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 you know. Anyway, uh, I was really active on this message board. Like, met a lot of friends on there, actually. It's friends that I'm still friends with now. Really? And, uh, but, um, Brian. <laughs> you met him from that res- met message board? Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. And, uh, a handful of people. Anyway, uh, he, on that message board, his signature was, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, comma, that's right, period. But the way he says it, if you talk to him, he goes, yeah, that's right. You know, it's kind of this <laughs> smug. So he actually says. Yeah. So okay. it's this kind of smug thing and smug, sarcastic thing. And that was 2001. Damn. 18 years ago to this day. Anytime I see him and I see him often because he's dating one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, Like if I give him a, like I say hi and give him a hug, I like. I'll kiss him on the cheek and whisper in his ear. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, it's still, I mean, we yeah. still, you, uh, believe it or not, you knew him before me. He's if literally, you're saying, if you're saying 2001, he's literally one of my oldest friends in the world. I met him in Oh one or Oh uh, four. Sorry. I met him in Oh four. Do you remember when he had that house off of like Patterson or something? Yeah. The yeah dude house. Yeah. I, you, how, what a fucking great time in history that was when every house had a name. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. There was like the Soma house, the yeah dude house, the fucking, what was the one that like, oh God, there was another one down in the, in more in short North. Oh, uh, what the fuck was it? I spent New Year's Eve here with like Kevin Tolliver and a few people. I wish I knew what it was, but every house used to have a name. There was like the 14th house. We used to play shows at the 14th house. 16th house. Is who, which, who lived there? 
Oh, uh, was there a shows at six, uh, 14th and yeah. 16th? Oh, yeah, because I saw a bunch of shows at the 16th house. Yeah, so 14th was like, it was like all women that lived there. Hmm. Like Nichelle and a bunch of other people. Oh. <laughs> you see what, what I'm saying? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That was. Like Dirty Dancing used to play there. And 1931. What a wild time, man. Yeah, man. The fucking scene was so much cooler. House shows, honestly. Now, the scene is still cool. The scene is still cool. We are just old. It's not that. The scene has all of the people that I felt made the scene cool have all went into different subgenres. And we all got old. We did. No, it's fine. The, the, Fair the, enough. The punk, indie, hardcore kids scene right now is still pretty It's cool. still thriving, but there's a lot less houses. That's true. I mean, what was that one that was on? Uh, was it called The Boneyard? Was that on High Street? I don't know. Come on. That was like the ultimate punk house. That was a uh, – it was just north of the Dube and just south of Hudson. And it was called like the Boneyard. It was like where all kinds of like DIY punk shows happen. Crazy. No, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. It was – it even had a fucking sign on the I was wrong. Door. It wasn't the 16th house. It was the 15th house. Who was at the 15th house? I don't know. You don't I, remember one person that lived there? No. I don't ever remember anybody who lived at any house show. Do you remember uh, – do you know Mike Miracle? Yeah. That was my fucking dude. Dude, dude from back in the day. Dude, that is a name I have not heard in like 10 I years. I know. I, I saw his face on like uh, Facebook or something the other day. Whoa. Anyway, that dude, and I, I might be putting his shit on blast right now. That dude shit in the top of a toilet. It's called an upper decker. Upper deck. Oh, I know. <laughs> an I upper know. decker. He, he, <laughs> Yeah. I've always wanted to do it. No. He upper decked. Oh, oh. He upper decked the 14th house. Oh my god! And I'm pretty sure that something gnarly happened to their shampoo as well. Oh jeez. And I, I, I'm not here to fucking. I don't know who did it. I just, I was at the start with a J and end with is. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. Somebody might have been rubbing some jizz in their hair that night. Um, no, fucking 1931, obviously, uh, Devin went on to do some shit, right? Uh, Casey Strain. So he was in 1931 and I was in Dirty Dancing at the time and we played a show. Really quick, your wife just liked my Twitter, uh, my tweet to say, go follow my podcast. And then she followed the podcast. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> How is she like just, just following? Now. Yeah, how is she just following? We have the podcast? now four followers or six followers on, or some shit like on that. Twitter. Twitter. If you fo- if you're if you listen to this, go on Twitter and at least follow us. I at least want to feel good about the follower count. That's the thing. It's like I totally derailed your story. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I okay. I'm gonna go back to the story and then I'll, I'll pick this up. Amy derailed it. Amy derailed it. But you picked up the phone and had to talk about it. I'm not picking up my True. phone, Colin. True. Um. No, so I remember like a fucking like everybody was moshing and all of a sudden I look out while I'm playing and there's a teddy bear in the middle of the floor. And I was like, why is there a teddy bear there? And so after the show, I walk by and I I can't help. I have to like kick the teddy bear. I kick it. Somebody moshed a hole in the wood floor and there is a fucking hole straight to the basement. Right. That's not the only hole of the night. So I go out back on the deck I don't like the phrasing of that. Uh, were you thinking sexual yes. holes? Yes. Like buttholes and uh, vagina holes? Like that's not the only hole of that night. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, so I go outside and there's a, a cooler sitting there. And like, there, you know, there's beer in the cooler. I get a beer 
I moved the cooler. Somebody moshed a hole in the deck. Yeah, dude. So, so in one night, one show, there was a hole moshed in the floor and a hole moshed in the deck. These days, would they say a hole was yeeted in the floor? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. They yeeted some shit right in the floor. I, there was a time at Midgard Comics, Shattered Realm. Oh, dude, can we get a shout out? Nobody appreciates Midgard. Shout out to Keith. Keith. That dude Atomic was a Spiders. Fucking asshole. He was. But you had to deal with stupid kids, and you have every right to be an asshole. You know who I saw there? Who? Well, first of all, I saw Bayside there several times. Wow. Yeah. Before they were shit. I saw them there with like booty, booty Columbus bands like left. When, and the E was a three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like some corn shit. Um, and I also saw It Dies Today there. Oh, yeah. I was there. Oh, my God. I bought. I bet at my mom's house. I bet it's still there. I bought a size XL, which I still can't wear to this day. An XL It Dies Today shirt. It was red with a fucking black logo that was, I'm not kidding you. It was, the letters were an inch tall and it said It Dies Today. And it was tiny as fuck on an XL red shirt. Red and black. I was repping that Hot Topic shit. Man, you know what? You, you are more into that scene what it dies today you hung on not hung on that's not the right word but you appreciated where metalcore went more Mm -hmm. than i did especially it dies today they wrote one of my favorite records of all time what i can't lift choir what i'm gonna say is to me that record is like when I started hating that band. Really? Yeah. I just liked Moshi at Dice Today. I didn't really like the more Headbangers Bali. See, I, I thought Caitlyn Choir was amazing because they re-recorded some of their shit with better guitars. Maybe I'll have to listen to it again. Listen I'll to listen that to record. Tomorrow. Anything after that record, I was not a fan of. I, I am not kidding when I say one of the heaviest breakdowns of all uh, fucking time, of all time, yep. was track one uh, and on, on their, that CD. Their first EP, man. That shit was so tough. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they were wearing eyeliner and shit like that. Yeah. You know, did you know, or, okay, I don't say did you know, but I heard that Trust Kill paid for his throat surgery so that he could sing better and sing more on the later records. That's probably not true, but I could see it being true. Yeah. I mean, he definitely came out after after he got on Trust Kill. They took a break, came back, and all of a sudden, all the yeah. the tracks had singing on it. Well, that that show, that Dice Today show at Midgard, was put on by Todd Mann, my boy Todd. Okay, and also one of my oldest friends who I've disconnected with, but need to, he lives far away now. But uh, what I was getting at though is a show that he booked there. Another show he booked there was Shattered Realm and Full oh, Blown yeah. Chaos. And uh, really, it was there. Yeah. Did you know I played with those same two bands for my very first Capital Tragedy show at the warehouse with Rami? Really? Yeah. Symphony Apparel was. Yeah, you on were that there show. too. We were on that show. Yeah, it was Shattered Realm, Full Blown Chaos. Yes. Symphony Apparel. Yes. And it was your first show on drums, right? Probably. Yeah, it was your first show on drums, and it was the wow. first Capital Tragedy show. And that was the first capital, the first one. And Justin Rose had come out to our practice spot about three or four days before that and learned all of our music. And him and then were the only two people dancing to us. And then literally seven fights broke out. Oh, man. Uh, You just 
you just like went in a th- hold on a minute i unlocked stop just i unlocked stop right an achievement what i was trying to say is that that <laughs> shattered realm show and this was the old this was not this was before joe hardcore was singing for shattered realm um the old shattered realm singer i remember he was like 450 pounds and he was like he had like big fubu jeans and like a fucking uh jersey big like North Carolina Panthers jersey, like bright blue. Some fucking tar heels. White and white Mother, and baby blue. Motherfucker stomped a hole in the stage of Midgard Comics. Oh man. During a breakdown. That's uh, all of this Midgard mm. thing came up because I was just trying to get it. The singer of Shattered Realm fucking stomped a hole in the stage and it was amazing. So I used to do you remember Billiard Club? Yeah. Okay. King's Blood played there a few times. Yeah, I mean and I played there in several bands, right? But uh First of all, that was the ultimate Acoustic Tuesday spot. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing. I fucking loved Acoustic Okay, so Soma. Soma used to play the best shit. They played like Usher and Prince and like in the same set. Like they'd go up there and do like Usher Confessions followed by Prince Purple Rain. I'm like. I don't know this band. Soma? No. Do you know my dude James? James. Trikazi. God damn it. He used to he played in Capital Tragedy. He also played in my very first band. He also played in Amaya. He also filled in for 1931 for a while. Like he did several things. Regardless, uh he was in Soma as well. And they were the best best cover band. Their covers at Acoustic Tuesday to this day like oh, okay, so Capital Tragedy. We had an intro on the CD, the like six song we put out, right? And it was like an all piano thing. That was Miz from Soma, who is like mm. one of the honestly one of the best piano players I've ever met in my whole fucking life. You can just give that dude a key, and he'll just run for an hour. It didn't matter. And then Joe Veers cut it up and made some like intro out of it. Anyway, they were the best fucking cover band on the planet. Uh, when I was living in Dublin, I went there for an Acoustic Tuesday. Get hammered. Go home with my roommate. Uh, my roommate's driving home, and right before Sawmill, a truck pulls out in front of us. We hit them, and he's in a Honda Prelude, which is kind of a tank. Like those are for a car. That's like a tank. I was one of one of those. Really? They're big as fuck. Anyway, so he hits this truck. It's like a Ford F one fifty. Tips it over. We knocked it over. Crazy. Yeah, he pulls out right. Right before we're on 161, right before sawmill, hits it, tips it over. The dude jumps out the truck and starts running. So instinctively, I jump out of the car and chase him. I catch up with the dude right in front of like Joe's Crab Shack, grab him, slam him down. And he looks up, he's a Mexican dude. He looks up and he goes, Amigo, Amigo, no cop. And I was like, What? I'm like, this dude doesn't want me to call the cops. And he's like telling us, like, don't call the cops. First of all, we just hit you, and your truck is literally on the side in the middle of the road. Calling the cops. So uh, waiting on the cops. This dude gets up and takes off running again. You got a guy deported that night. No. Just, just, <laughs> just wait. Just wait. So he gets up, takes off running. I look back. I'm like, oh, shit, he's running. I chase him down. At this point, I'm kind of having fun. Like, I, I feel like I just deboed this guy. I'm like, yeah, asserting my dominance, right? So I grab him again, slam him down. 
I'm like, you're not going anywhere till the cops show up. He's like, he's basically like speaking half Spanish, half English. He's like, he's more or less telling me, he's like, this is my brother's truck. Me and you are amigos. This is my brother's truck. You know, I don't want any problems. Cop shows up. He's like, yeah, this is my brother's truck. I'm like, hold the fuck on. That dude speaks English. He was playing us the whole oh. fucking time. The whole time he's doing like the broken English, Spanish type thing. He's he's doing like the very stereotypical. I thought the dude legitimately didn't speak, but like, you know, 30% English. Nah. Cop shows up. He's like, white as fuck all of a sudden. He's like, yeah, it's my brother's truck. I don't have insurance. I was driving. But I was like, what the fuck? I was so mad. I wish I would beat that dude up. That's That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- that show you got my mind going <laughs> that show because that's a significant memory yeah. that was a really good show it was a really good show but there was a lot of fucking fights it made me it gave me such anxiety because my friends were beating up a lot of people that night well, that was that was the thing it was it that's what i was getting at yeah was, uh finn uh spit on my friend michelle spit in her face michelle who robinson mish yeah Okay. Uh, there was a lot of shit going on. He night. was cussing her out. And she was cussing him out because she was a tough girl. Yeah. She He spit in her face and Sierra stepped in. Uh, see? I, you know what's crazy is every fight at shows back in that day involved me saying Sierra stepped in. Because Sierra got in the middle of every goddamn fight. My wife. One of the other fights that happened that night. Did it involve what, my wife? No. It was it, – it involved – my ex and it was my ex at the time like i was i was single as fuck but her her sister and her sister's boyfriend was there and they were like crust punk right so not used to the style of mosh that finn was putting down Mm -hmm. and and they started getting each other's face and i don't know if you remember this but literally during my set I put my guitar down and my guitar is just ringing out and I had to jump down in the middle of Finn and my ex's sister's boyfriend and go, no. And I had to get in Finn's face and go, if you respect me at all, you will not beat this dude up because he would have fucking murdered this guy. Yeah, dude. And also that was the most Southside Columbus shit you could have said. My ex's sister's yeah, yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was mad south side people in fact another fight that happened that night was my south side dudes and somebody talking shit to his girl and they were in each other's face and actually some south side shit happened that i did not like so what happened was this guy talking shit to this girl the dude steps in now i've seen this dude knock out more people than i can count in completely fair fights so i already knew shit was about to go down so I was like, man, why do I always get involved in these things? Why am I always at these fucking shows? But if you didn't know that compound where it happened, my cousin owned half of that. Hmm. So it was him and Rami. Oh, okay. So that's why we got the show. That's why I was like, well, how am I always in this shit? How is the fucking – I am always here when these fights are happening. Like why am I always around during these fights? Anyway, so this fight's about to happen. I'm like – I already know what's going to happen. I've seen this dude knock out everybody. Do you remember me telling you the story on the podcast where I said I was in fourth or fifth grade 
and my cousin and a dude came to pick somebody up and whooped this dude's ass. Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking guy. It is the same guy. <laughs> fast forward 10 years. Oh, man. Same dude. I've seen him knock so many people out. They're arguing. Guy comes up from the side. Knocks this dude out with a punch. Sneaks him, though. I am so against sucker punches. They nothing gets my blood boiling. You ever watch like sucker punches on YouTube? Mm-hmm. It drives me fucking crazy. I get so irate. I want to fucking, I want to murder everybody. When sucker punches happen, it drives me nuts. There is nothing more of a bitch move than a sucker punch. Just fucking fight somebody. If you, get, you know what? I've been beat up. I've beat up. I've done both, right? I've, I've had, I've, I've gotten my ass handed to me and I've beat people up. You just need to fucking fight and just take it like a man. Sucker punches. Drive me nuts. That is my number one pet. That's the thing. I don't know anything about fighting because I've not been beat up and I haven't beat up. And uh, so but you said you beat up your brother. Well, that's that's <laughs> my brother, and he's four years younger than me. That's Whatever, stupid. Whatever. Uh, I've not like. It's not my thing. It's not my deal. I'm a peacemaker by nature, and uh, uh, typically I am too. But I tell my kids. When I see them fucking sucker punch each other, I'm like, I will say, no, stop. That was a sucker punch. That was unfair. He didn't see it coming. You don't do that to people. Yeah. Unless. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Unless they're fucking with your little sister. Uh, two more things about that show. Or one more thing about that show. One more thing about a person at that show. Was JDR 13 years old? Dude, he was young. He had to be like a little kid. You, when he was in King's Blood, he was like 19. He he showed up to the show with his hood up and black hair swooped over his face. Ah! I've never known him like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I've only ever known. In girl jeans. He had girl oh, jeans on. And he moshed, shit. he moshed the whole night for us. Here's the thing. He came out to our store. We had a storage unit uh, in like Grove City, right? I've only never, I've, um, I'm, I've only ever known like tough hardcore guy. nah jdr and hip-hop nope. jdr no he was like under oath jdr <laughs> so he uh he came out to our practice spot i don't even know how he got this i i feel like uh i feel like kent invited him out somehow he shows up with my with my now ex-girlfriend i had like he brought a girl who i ended up dating for like a couple years he brought her to our practice spot I wasn't even trying to be in the band. I wanted to manage the band, but they said they wouldn't play a show without a second guitar player. I said, well, we practice. My band practices like five units down from you. I'll bring my shit down. I'll learn your shit. I'll play your shit, but I just want to manage you guys. Like, I just felt like I could do something with it. Anyway, he comes out and he goes, oh, I love it. Uh, I'll be at your show. He moshes the whole night, like fucks it up to us, right? And again, this is girl pants, black hair, hood up. JDR. Wow. Yeah. I really wish I knew that one. Yeah. I, I, I you know, you know what's crazy? I actually have somewhere, I have the video of that entire night. Oh, my God. If I could find that, I'll put it up on YouTube. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, shit was tight. Speaking of, my guitar player in Symphony Apparel pulled out, he found some old, uh, uh, what are they, C's, uh, mini DVs. Mini discs? Yeah, mini DVs. Camcorder, camcorder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He found some uh, mini DVs uh, from early Symphony Apparel stuff, and didn't um, you just put something up? Yeah, 
so then that got me kind of feeling nostalgic. Yeah. And um, so, and I've been looking for a long time for the Face Down Records Volume 1 DVD. I have it. I have okay. it somewhere. I think it's probably in a box in my dad's storage space or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but nobody has it. I thought Brian Yost had it because he was like a fan, uh, fanboy. I of face le- down. like legitimately. I might have it. Anyway, if I have it, I'm gonna rip it and put it up. Anyway, I found it on YouTube. Oh, okay. But it was 240p. So if you do have it, <laughs> you do need to rip it because this was like a, a 13 year old YouTube video. Yeah. Or 11 years old or some shit like that. And uh, anyway, it was that was it was. Right when Symphony Apparel signed to Face Down, they were in the middle of, we had just signed, they were in the middle of editing this DVD, and all of the band footage was from Face Down Fest in Southern California. But we had just signed, and they're like, we want to include you on this DVD. Do you have any recent live, or can you film an upcoming show? So we shot a show at Gathering Grounds in Dayton. Dayton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, with three With three cameras. And I edited it very poorly because I was like 19 years old, 18 years old, something like that. And the label put it on there and I was still playing bass in the band. Like this was like a early, early, like one of the, probably one of the very first videos of me playing anything live. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. So I've been feeling like really nostalgic about that. Uh, one more thing. I ran into Finn. Really? Uh, maybe. Man, I haven't seen that dude in forever. Maybe three months ago, four no months shit. ago, something like that. It might have been more than that. Maybe it was a year. It was probably a year. We both obviously uh, know him for a long time because we yeah. call him Finn still. What's his James? Is his name Jimmy Rommel? Jimmy Rommel. Uh, I ran into him at Rumba Cafe. Why was I there? I don't even. Remember. Oh. Oh, this was like six months ago. My friend's uh, uh, horror punk band, Mummula, was playing that night. They dress like mummies, and it's like <laughs> and it's like it's like old school Ramon style punk, but it's all yeah. horror themed. And there's a whole scene horror punk, really whole scene misfits. Fuck. It's all it comes out of yeah, misfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he was there. You know what he says to me? What he's like? Good to see you, man. Then he stops. This is very thin thing to say. Just an asshole. He's such an asshole. Yeah, he is. He goes, you filled out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, I've gained like 40 pounds probably since last time you saw me. <laughs> he was always, uh, he was always very in shape. Yeah. Very he still in shape. Is, is he? Still he? Is. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> so I remember, uh, so Kyle wrestled in high school. I always hated him, but I always kind of loved him. Yeah. No, he total, I think everybody that knew him loved him but kind of was like could you just take it down a notch i was the opposite i actively didn't like him but at the same time there was something about him that was like i just really like that guy (laughs) one of the most like genuinely assholeless because he wanted to be an asshole people ever um i gave his band the first their first show really yeah so when high five hey i just gotta say I got I got no hard feelings, and I think Finn's awesome. No, he's fucking great. Okay. I fucking still love that. Back dude. in the day, not a fan. He was he was a dick, and I told him <laughs> on the regular he was a dick. I'm like, could you stop seriously fighting my friends? Um, I have two stories about him. One, he had a band called Edit, E D I T, Everything Destroyed in Time, and we gave them their very first show. Wow. 
The acronym's fucking you up? No. I'm listening yeah. to your story. So when high five <laughs> so now it's Condado Tacos. Yes. Uh at High and Fifth. But it used to be called High Five because it was at High and Fifth. There were circus between. There was circus between, you're right. Uh and there were two stages of High Five. Uh there was the stage where they had a stage along the back wall. Right, so you're talking about high five when you walked in and we had to go down that hallway. It, you came in from the back, apparently. No, 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 no. Old, old, old high five. Old high five. You could walk in from the front and there was a corner stage. Correct. But there was a, when you walked in the front, there was a wall. You walked in, had to turn you, immediately you, right and go around no, the wall. No, you didn't. Did you? Yes. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It was you, before it was all windows. You remember something I don't. So I saw Mastodon there when they were a little band. Okay, so I also was there when it was there was no windows up front. There were like two little windows that weren't see through windows. That's what I'm talking about. Same thing, but I don't remember the right thing. You know the lady that owned that won it in a card game. What? Yeah, she won it. Her name was like Diane. She won it in a card game. That's the only reason, and that's why like no money got sunk into that club. And then when she sold it, it moved from that weird little corner stage mm-hmm. to a full across the backstage. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I played there several times. That's when they put all the windows in. That is when they put all the windows in. You're right. Um, I saw a lot of great shows there. Yeah, there was a there was a lot of good shit there. And weirdly enough, even that little corner stage had a fucking amazing PA. Mm-hmm. That EV PA cranked. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Anyway. So we played a show there, and we uh, it was back in my very first band. We might as well have been some kind of hybrid between Slipknot and Chimera. Cool. I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, dude. It dropped B-tuning, and I was 18 years old. By the way, new Slipknot record, best record since Volume 3. Can I tell you, I'm, I'm still only five records in, or five uh, tracks in. Dude. I got to listen to the rest of I've it. I've probably listened to it five times. Yeah, you records you, fucking. Great. You said that last time, and I was only three records in last time. What I did was I went back, listened to the same three, and then I got two more in. I gotta just put the rest of that fucking record in because right now I truly feel like that's what should have came after the the uh, self titled, like before Iowa. That should have come. I we feel did th- talk about this. We did. We oh, did. Man, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um. Anyway, so still, we still gave them their that. first show. Um, they had a drummer, this guy named Manny, who was a photographer, and he shot like a bunch of photos for me. Um, film, like film photos, like nice. pre-fucking digital bullshit. Uh, yeah, but I, I truly have not run into or seen Finn in quite some time. I remember one time I ran into him on High Street, and I was with my buddy Andrew, which you know Andrew. He came out to my birthday thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and Andrew, dude, oil and water. Oh, they yeah. were about to fucking fight. Oh yeah, every time they ran into each other, and I was terrified for Andrew's life because I could only see—I didn't see Andrew fight anybody. Andrew is an asshole. He's a big dude. He knows jujitsu. Like he's—he—I feel like he could fuck some people up. He is an asshole. He is. He's kind of the same dude as Finn. Mm-hmm. Very outspoken, very Mm -hmm. straight to the point, very matter of fact. So when they would run into each other and they would start having fucking tension, I was so uncomfortable and I would be like, can y'all not fight? Because quite – I thought Andrew was going to get his fucking ass whooped. I saw Finn wrap Kyle up. Hey, Andrew, you listening? He just called you a pussy. 
Nah, I ain't saying Andrew's a pussy. <laughs> I'm saying that Finn was I know. even less of a pussy. <laughs> um, no, so I, I remember also uh, Kyle used to wrestle in high school, and him and Finn used to like, like tangle, like wrap up in wrestling moves at Hound Dogs. I remember that dog. It was so uncomfortable. Oh Finn, my god! Finn, Finn would Finn was like a fucking permanent fixture at Hound Dogs. Every time I went there, he was yeah. there. Oh yeah. And then like he would just like wrap me up in something, and I'd be like, Uncle, <laughs> like can like, you? Can, like I'm trying to hang you, out at the bar, yeah, dude. I just want to eat my spicy sauce, smoking Joe's crust. Can you like let me out of this move you have me in? Him and Kyle like basically wrestled at at uh, Hound Dogs. One I feel time. like I remember that. I remember seeing him wrestle. <laughs> Dog, it was so weird. In stupid places. It was so fucking crazy. It was crazy. Um. So I have two things. I have two other things I want to talk about. One thing is, are you are you like a we we talked about this kind of, but not a lot. Are you a tech guy that likes to tinker with shit, or is that just your brother? Uh, no, that's. That was a nice callback. I can't believe you remember that. Yeah. You said uh, your brother like took your fucking big muff apart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, in a different context, that's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, well, it's, here's it's the not thing. that I like to tinker with stuff, but it's like, I want to know how you do something. Yeah. Like if it, like, for instance, my Jeep is overheating right now and I need to replace the thermostat. I know how to do that because at one point I was just like, I'm pretty sure that I need to replace my thermostat and that's how you do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm in that kind of way. Like if it's something that I can accomplish, I want to know how to do it. So, I'm not a tinkerer as in like I will take something apart just to figure it out. I I have always been interested in technology. I've always been the go to person in the family that, hey, come set up my VCR. Like, I've always been that guy in the family. So, I've always wanted to know how things work. And when it comes to PCs, I've never been a Mac person. I've always been a PC person. Since about, like, 05, I've been buying parts and building my own PCs. Most recently, about two... So, you're trying to sell some RAM. I'm not trying. This shit sold in, like, fucking 30 (laughs) minutes. Which, I have another fucking conversation about that. Regardless, so about two years ago when I moved into the new house, I was like, I need to build a new PC. I went to Micro Center. I bought all the parts, built it, had Hayden help me so he could, like, experience, like, clicking all these things into their spot, right? Well, it's hard for me to go to Micro Center and not buy shit. Of course. I went – I know that solid-state drives are pretty cheap right now. Mm -hmm. I already had one Samsung Evo drive in my computer. I'm like, with first of all, it's this fucking heckin' cool dad's podcast shit. My storage is crushed. Each one of our tracks, our audio tracks, is a gig. So we have 20 times 2, sometimes 3. That's like 50 or 60 gigs out the fucking park, right? Just delete them. Well, here's the thing. It's hard. I have a really <laughs> hard time. You know this. I know you know this as a file, like a designer. Uh-huh. It's like uh, final, final two, final yeah. two yep. B. I bet you got them all. Mm-hmm. There's something in me that makes me do that. Underscore V2, underscore V12, underscore V24. Exactly. Final, 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 final yes. times three. Anyway, so 
every one of our audio files between our tracks, they're wave format, not MP3. Yeah. They're about a gig. Yeah. The video that I pull off my phone onto the computer, about two gigs. Yeah. I then take that, throw it in handbrake, make it a steady 30 frames per second so I can sync it with this audio, mm-hmm. two gigs. Then I take that one. But you one, keep the raw footage. Dog. Like I don't idiot. know why. So it crushed my storage. Put it in the trash can. I finally did. I threw a bunch of it away. <laughs> I fucking deleted like all. Feels I'm good. like, look, I'm like, look, if it's on Spotify and it's on YouTube and I have an MP3, I'm done. It's gone. It's like, who gives a shit? I deleted at least 60 gigs of heckin' cool guys shit yeah, the other day. It felt good. Hell anyway, yeah, so my main drive is a solid state drive. It's 500 gigs. It has my operating system programs installed. It's fast as fuck. My secondary drive was a two terabyte SATA drive. Okay. Way slower. I was like, look, I have another mount, another mount spot for a uh, solid state drive. I'm going to go buy a terabyte. I go in to buy a terabyte and then I go, well, while I'm here, I should, I should look at RAM. Because I, don't, because I only had 16 gigs. Wait, 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 wait. That RAM you just sold? Hold on. You bought? Nope. Recently? No, no, no. That's oh. my old RAM. Oh, oh. So I had that 16 gigs in my computer. What did I do? Bought the same RAM, but two 16 gig sticks. So I left with 32 gigs of RAM. Mm. Popped that in my computer. Then I got 48. I had 48 fucking gigs of RAM. Opened up. Everything I could want to open up. I opened Dork. up. I opened up Photoshop. I opened up Premiere. I opened up Studio One. I opened up like nine tracks and wrote a dubstep song. And after all that, I was using ten percent of my RAM. But that's the thing. It's like <laughs> you feel so good about it. Yeah. You feel so good about it. When in your life are you going to be like open a bunch of Photoshop files? Yeah. Well, and a bunch of music tracks. When I'm, when at the I'm same editing this, time. when I'm editing this, I have all three open. Oh, that's your own. That is my own thing. Fault. But but like when you're you know how this is. I saw you creating music the other day, some nine inch nail shit. You know how this is. Catman <laughs> said commented said Trent Riffsner. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of changing my Twitter name to that. So when you have all those tracks open and you have a plug in on each of them, it does get RAM heavy. Sure. I was at ten percent RAM. Hell yeah. So baby. I said I said, okay. I don't need my original 16. I got to get rid of it. I looked it up. It's on sale right now for $109 for those two 8-gig sticks. I was like, I'll sell them for 50 I put them up. Knox bought that shit. So you did. Shout out to Knox. I saw, him some, I saw him throwing some comments on there. Yeah. So, But here's, the, here's something I didn't know. When you go to your personal Facebook, personal feed, mm-hmm. and you say, I'm selling this for this price, it converts it. To a marketplace ad. Oh, yeah. Automatically. Yeah. It's just like if you say, hey, does anybody know and that And it does plumber, the recommendation thing. And it does, Colin Simula is looking for a plumber. That is crazy. We, I am so disconnected. We have let artificial intelligence run amok so, in trivial ways that are going to come back to bite us in the ass. So I sold this shit to – well, Knox said he wants it this Friday. Cool, because Knox does studio shit. He needs it. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of – it's fucking tight RAM. Like it's Trident RGB RAM. It looks so, very nice. Dude, it's so tight. And I, I actually like when I took two sticks out of – you know, because I, I had four in there. When I took two out, I was like, 
damn, my computer's not flashing the same colors as it used to. Like, I kind of want those four back. I almost wanted to tell him, like, oh my god, I almost wanted to tell him, your computer's got ground effects, dude. My computer <laughs> definitely has ground effects. I almost wanted to tell him, like, I need this. I need these colors for my for my oh computer. My god, but I'm gonna sell it to him because he does actual shit that needs it. Um, but no, that that fucking tripped me out when it it converted it to a marketplace, and so. I have a lot of music gear laying around that I just need to sell. Yep. I don't know why I have it. I put up a Tascam 16 by Is this 8. an ad? Are no. you are you making it? No. No, because everybody's already buying this shit. You sold that today and you put it up today? I put it up today. It converted Fucking it to dick. a marketplace. And it goes, would you like to cross list this any other place? And it recommended all these places. And I just went list, 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 list. And in like five minutes after listing it, I got like five different offers it's like would you take this do you want to trade for this bubble i was like god damn somewhere fucking craig is going my list (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it was a hundred percent facebook marketplace that was buying everything facebook is buying everything craigslist like the most rudimentary html that's ever existed is going where's my artificial intelligence Do you remember uh, that that show that was on Netflix? I think it was on Netflix called Craigslist Joe. Yeah, I don't. I never watched it. But the I know pre- what you're about. Do you know what the premise is? No. The premise is he traded something very trivial. Like he was like, you know, I have three beers left. I will trade those for a brand new pack of coffee. And then he did that and kept trading and got a house. He started with a oh, fu- my, oh yeah oh with yeah a paper oh, yeah. clip. He started with a paper clip and was like, I'll trade this paper clip for something. And everybody kept trading him things that were worth slightly more than what his was worth. And he traded up and finally got a house. He got a house from a paperclip. So crazy. Tightest hustle ever. Mm-hmm. Tightest fucking hustle ever. Can anyway. You, does it get better than that? Hustle. No, no. It's fucking – that's the best. Um, so the whole point of that whole story was I go there to buy a solid-state drive. I leave with 32 gigs of RAM, a terabyte drive. Uh, US. I have a 3.1 port on the back of my computer. I bought a hub to split that into several 3.0 ports because I ran out of USB ports. Uh, what else did I buy? A 128 gig uh, flash drive. Like, why do I need that? It's just that when I'm in the fucking aisle and I'm looking at them and I'm like 128 gigs, 3.0 USB for 11.99. I need that. I don't know why I need it, but I need it. It's a fucking impulse buy. Bought that shit too. Went home, started putting all my shit together, and went. Man, Mike, I don't, this didn't come with a cord. Like this new Samsung Evo drive didn't come with a SATA cord to plug it in. So I call my friend. I go, hey, man, do you have any SATA cords? He's like, I do. I'll bring you one. I'm looking for an excuse to ride my new motorcycle. I'm like, what do you got? He bought the Harley with the Porsche engine. Oh. So he got a fucking amazing deal. They listed it as the regular without the Porsche engine. And he lowballed them twenty five hundred under what they were asking, and walked away with a collector's item bike Jesus. for a disgusting amount of cheap amount of money. Dude, speaking of, or were you in the middle of something? I'm still in the middle of the story. Go. You want me to fucking? You better remember your story though. Mm-hmm. So I call him. I go, hey, I need a SATA cord. He goes, I'll bring you one. He brings it to me. He hands it to me. I start to try to plug it in. I can't plug it in. I'm like, why is there? Why is this not going in there? What the fuck do I have plugged in? The whole time, there was extra cords plugged in, and they were just tucked in. So I had a cord the whole time. I made him drive from Dublin (laughs) to bring me a cord. (laughs) 
and didn't realize until I tried to plug it in that all four of my SATA ports on my motherboard were plugged in. I only had two hard drives. I'm like, why do I have four SATA cords plugged in? But decided to just pull on one. It just came out. It was just the other end of it was just hanging out. I'm such a fucking dick. Amazing. What were you saying, though? Uh, Colin, I, spe- I said you said you need to remember. I that. specifically asked you to remember the story. There is science around that. What? If I ask you to no, remember a story, the you tip won't? of the tip of your tongue. Really? Like your brain literally blocks it. That's bullshit. Like you, when you say something's on the tip of my tongue, like your brain is actively pushing against you. Really? Yeah. No, I totally forgot what I was talking about. Uh, it's fine. All right. Well, fuck. Let me just move on to uh, – I want to give an update to the people out there that have been listening. <laughs> um, I can no longer do my coffee hustle at Kroger. Oh. So I walked in one day. Burr, 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 burr. I walked in one day to get it. And they were on sale two for four. And I said, okay. If they put them on sale two for four, it means they finally put them in the system. Yep. I'm guessing, and this is just total hypotheses, right? I'm guessing that they looked at their data and went, wow, we're selling none of these because they weren't in the fucking system. And they're like, we have to put these on sale. So maybe you were the one. No, I think it's I think it was the data. I think the fact that they weren't in the system. To their aggregated data, it looked like they were selling none. So they're like, we got to put these on sale. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So so, it wasn't you, but you were just taking advantage of it. Yeah. So I should have got more. Mm -hmm. So they put them on sale two for four. They were actually in the system as two for four. They went off sale. Now they're regular price. So I don't buy them anymore. Bummer. I don't buy them anymore. Speak. Okay. I want to ask something because I noticed something when I was at Kroger the other day. I've never noticed this, and I'm assuming it's a very popular thing that just I hadn't noticed. No matter where I'd be in the store, I would hear something come over the loudspeaker. Security. Call 212. Security 212. It's you. I thought it was me. I said, it's because I'm in shorts with tattoos. Fuck this bougie ass fucking place. Fuck you guys. Like I'm like flipping off. The, uh, yeah, fuck cameras. Y'all. Where are you cameras yeah. at? So I'm in there the other day at like one in the morning. I hear it again. And I go, that's weird. There's no way that they're just saying that every time I come in. So then I'm then then it's like I'm conscious of it at that point. Right. Couple more times I go in, I hear it every time. I had to Google it. I had to go, does Kroger play pre recorded call security messages? <gasps> no. It's to deter shoplifters. Are you serious? Yes. I thought it was me. They don't give a fuck about me. It is it's it's to deter shoplifters. So if you're in there and you're shopping long enough, you will absolutely I've Yeah. I've heard it. It's it's a hundred percent pre recorded message. It's to deter shoplifters. It fucking blew my mind. Some dude out there <laughs> Yeah. Some dude out there was in a board meeting and was like You know what we need? They no, they're like the CEO was like, Too many goddamn people are shoplifting and he goes what if we just like acted like people are shoplifting all the time? Yeah. Some dude got a raise. Yeah. And I, the, I bet it works. And because fucking Kroger's loss prevention has gone. Until yesterday, I thought it was legit. That's crazy. And I hear, you know how I found it? I've heard it. Now that you say it, I've heard it. You know how I found it? Reddit. 
I Googled it and found a Reddit thread. The funny thing is, now that you say it, I have heard it and I have thought to myself, is it because I have a sleeveless shirt and tattoo? You see? I fucking 100% thought it was me. It's like, it's like because I think to myself, I'm in Grandview or Upper Arlington. Yep. And I there's was going. No, there's no people of color here. It's I w- me. <laughs> I, w- I went. I went. I'm in Lewis Center. And I felt you like. You had the same thought process yeah, I had. I felt like. I felt like. Every time I was there, I'm like, there's no way this is happening by happenstance every time I'm here. It's fucking me. No, it's just on like a 40 minute loop. And if your ass is there shopping long enough, you will hear it. It was crazy as I listened and it was like, security, call, you know, 212, security, 212. And I'm like, bitch, it is 1237. There are three people in this store. That's why I thought it was me. Because I'm like, there is no one in the store but me. Yeah, that was somebody's great idea. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, I feel like it's about time to wrap it up. Yeah, it's late. We fucking we I kicked keep, its ass today. It's we, hot as fuck in this room. It is so too. fucking hot. Holy shit, man! It is man. so hot. We should get a temperature. I got gauge. leather shoes on and jeans. Um, we basically did the recap. Oh, one. Re- uh, so today, my wife went to get a tattoo. Uh huh. It looks awesome. You see it already? She posted it on Instagram. I uh, I deleted my Instagram. You did like two weeks ago. Really? I just, yeah, dude. I just had to take a. I, I it started off. I wanted to take a break. I just got rid of it. I have the heck and cool dads, but I don't have Jeff money. It's gone. Wow. Yeah. Good See, for you. it shows you fucking how much you pay attention, dickhead. Come on. I know you don't interact with me. You ain't in my mentions, dog. You ain't in my DMs. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. I'm not a businessman. I'm about that businessman. That's some young Jeezy shit. I was doing Jay Z. Oh, okay, it's it's probably some Jay Z shit. Well, Jay Z just got canceled though, right? Did he? The whole NFL thing. Uh, eh. He's not quite canceled. He'll yet. bounce back. He's a fucking billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> um, no one thing. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask about. Hang on. I I thought I had a top three for us. Let me look. Fuck that top three. We'll do that top three. Fuck that top three. The, the top three has more to do with um with uh, Jordan. I like to bring Jordan it back is... to talk about top, top three. Jordan Holland? No. Or Jordan Slack. Jay Sleazy. Uh, my It is a good time to wrap up because my wife just texted me, I'm starving, which means. <laughs> you got to go make that food. It means pick up Taco Bell on the way home. Fuck That's yeah. That's what that means. Have you fucked with the breakfast yet? I have not. Can we please have let's let's commit to potting at like 10 a.m. one day and I will bring us all of <laughs> I'll bring of us beers, like instead dude, of beers instead of I will bring two of everything on that fucking menu except for the uh, the little cinnamon bites because they have those all all day. You know what those are. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to fuck with trivial things about it. Do you have a trivial thing this 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 uh, week? I don't know that I have one this week. I don't know. No. Me either. Let's skip it this week. You know what? If you're a person who's annoying, it's your week. It's your week it's off. It's your week. It's your week off. Shout out to the annoying people. Y'all keep us in business. And shout out to Jeremy Dameron, by the way, who is who did that tattoo on Amy. It was great. Uh, from Momento Tattoos, Columbus, Ohio, or Grandview, however you want to look at it. Shout out to Jeremy. He wants to come on the podcast. He said he listens every week. Really? Yeah. 
It's it's surprising when somebody tells me they listen. It's surprising Especially, to me because we have like five Twitter. Uh, sorry, six now because your wife. Oh, shout out to my wife. Shout yes. out to Amy Summerfield. You put you put my bleep, whole government on there. Bleep out that last name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bleep that shit out and blur nah, my so mouth. So I, th- I think we're gonna have him on. Blur my mouth. Blur your. I ain't blurring your mouth. I don't even. You're talking to somebody that doesn't even know how to do that. Like you're lucky that you get overlays on the video. I don't know how to do shit on shit. Oh, I'll I'll blur some mouths out. You know how to do that? I can figure it out. Well, fuck, man, I can figure it out. There's a YouTube video that has shown me sure. how to do it. Like, how to blur a dick. That's what I would Google. I would Google how to blur out private parts. (laughs) All right, let's wrap this shit up. Heckin' Cool Dads. Episode 20. Episode 20, we drank some good beers. Money Man and the Riff Lord. (laughs) Fuck that shit. That's what's good. That's what it's going to be. No, it's not. All right. Bye. See ya.